It's the Adult in the Room podcast with Victoria Taft. That's me. Welcome to a special edition of the Adult in the Room podcast with Victoria Taft. How are you? I'll bet you've never had to dodge bombs, at least most of you, like our friend, Pastor Anatoly Kaluzhny. Today, I've got an update from him from Ukraine. It's fascinating. I, I wanted to rush it out to you in a special episode. So I'm not sure how, if you physically survive, you psychologically get through and over an aftermath of a war. It's like how soldiers observe people in a war zone and speak of their thousand yard stare. I mean, I got a small taste of that kind of terror years ago. The first time we moved down to the West Coast, Mest Coast area of San Diego County, we lived in a nice established neighborhood living in our starter home. But all of a sudden, our neighborhood became a convenient staging area of a gang war between a bunch of OGs and a Mira Mesa gang. And a few of the OGs, apparently from a neighborhood street gang, who knew, had just gotten out of prison and had come back to reestablish their dominance in a, an adjacent area. But for whatever reason, they decided to empty a, a, an entire semi-automatic uh, magazine in front of our house. And I don't, we didn't get any broken glass or anything like that, but it was obviously terrorizing. Now, so after someone squeezed off the contents of the pistol, we army crawled to grab our surviving daughter out of bed. We thought it was, we didn't know if it was over, frankly. I mean, we hoped it would be, but before any other shots were fired, that's when we decided to army crawl to get our daughter. And then we slept in a hallway away from the windows for a week our daughter had just, our youngest daughter at that point had just died recently of uh, chickenpox. So this is several years ago, but obviously you you want your surviving daughter to live too. <laughs> oh, brother. So uh, that was just a small taste of terror. But every night and every day in Ukraine, this is what they contend with. You've got people literally shooting guns at you. You've got them terrorizing the people. Uh, and and as we've heard, it's from both Ukrainian and Russian sides. I spoke with Pastor Anatoly just the other day and found out that the shelling by the Russians of Kiev or Kiev was done. And we talked for a while, which you'll hear in a second. But within hours, he messaged me back to say the shelling of Kiev had begun again. Listen to my chat with Pastor Anatoly and Count your lucky stars. You don't have to live like this. Anatoly Kalushny, welcome back to the Adult in the Room podcast. And uh, 101 days now into the war in Ukraine. And how have things changed in your world? Yeah. You know, people, it's it was uh, new for us, but now it's it's like part of our life. Yeah. <sighs> for example, yesterday I took my grandkids from the park zone with my. It's just uh, two years old and one and a half years old, and my uh, daughter-in-law was there. It was a very strong. Uh, noise of uh, siren but people walk around people just kids 
play. Nobody pay attention for that. It's like a part of our life, just a little bit disturbed. It's not very comfortable because of noise. That's all. Can you imagine? No. Slowly, slowly. People, people just, just live with war. It change in change our life. It's, it's the same in my office when we uh, hear this um, signal siren. Yeah, nobody move. Just we continue to talk and no reaction. It's it's strange. And in where your church is, are you still there? Where are you physically now? I'm physically in Kiev. Yeah, in Kiev, capital of Ukraine, and my church in the south part of Kiev city. But it's just close to metro station, 800 meters from metro station. Yeah, and close to one of airport. It's Zulani uh, airport. And I live outside of Kiev, but it's still Kiev. It's like private house outside of Kiev. But it's like a 30 kilometers from Borispol airport and just our east part of uh, the city. Yeah, and through my home every day I can see uh, it's almost every night uh, it's a colon of uh, military trucks and move to the east, move to the east uh, every day. But it's, it's, now it's, Nothing, nothing wrong with that. We understand it's part of our life. Um, so, how do you spend your days? What is your job now in the midst of war? My job. We open and now. It's a very interesting. Many from the church. We have many, many. Uh, it at the most difficult part of the uh, of our life. It was. 85, maybe 90% of people at the church was men. Women was outside of Ukraine or in the western part of Ukraine. I talk about Kiev city. And uh, now slowly, slowly people back and women's back and kids back slowly. Maybe uh, 5 million people move from Ukraine. Now it's about uh, 1.5 million turn back. Because of in some days we had a, a 85, 90 percent of people at the church. It's non, it's just men, not many women, and many of them businessmen. And businessmen, business now is down, and uh, all infrastructure is destroyed. I just recommend them, and I told by online service, I told to people, you can help Ukraine, you can pray for Ukraine, but it's not enough. You can do something. It doesn't matter where you are. You can be outside of Ukraine, you can be in Ukraine, especially if you are in Kiev or somewhere. Just let us know and we will help you to find some kind of ministry and you can do something. And it was very interesting because we find group of young people from New Life in Karpaty Mountain. They help us to coordinate our ministry from Karpat Mountain. And, and many nice businessmen from the church, they start to run great different ministry. Like we, we provide a lot of social activity. For example, during the May, we distribute 
maybe 30 or 50 ton of uh, tons of potatoes, vegetables, and seeds, different kind for uh, land where it was occupation. Why? You know, Ukraine, if they have uh, seeds, if they have potatoes to, to, for planting, they will alive. Mm-hmm. And we, every day, yeah. for uh, vans, drive to different area. It's like Bucha, Irpin, uh, many, many villages around, and uh, the Chernigov region, and the Suma region. And we bring a lot, a lot of stuff like that. It's number one. Number two, we develop very interesting group of people who we get some plastic. And we help people in who return to just to no glass. Now it's uh, to put new windows. It's very expensive. But for people, first, what we yeah. can do, we can help them just to put plastic on their windows. And if they have plastic, now it's warm. They can stay inside and slowly, slowly, maybe they will get some help from city, maybe uh, we will help them to get uh, glass and to put new windows. It's another uh, area of what we are doing. Another area, another guy who responsible for humanitarian help. We distribute during the this time more than 500 tons of uh, humanitarian help. In, we get it from different mm. channels. Some, for example, like some help we get from Samaritan Pearls, some help we get from some uh, Scandinavian countries, some help we get from, from mm-hmm. different group of churches and ministry. We, we just distribute. How we distribute? We have, uh, I know very well, infrastructure of uh, of uh, uh, people uh, around Ukraine, for example, Kharkiv. We have great church and also it's interdenomination cancel group, church cancel group, and they coordinate the Sumy. It's very close to Russia. We have great team of churches there and we just cooperate with them. And the same we have in Dnipro, or it's very special, we can talk about uh, Nikolai, because Nikolai, it's, uh, it's very close to Hupeit zone, more than a million people. They're out of uh, drinking water. Why? Because uh, mm. Russian destroys this line. They get water from Dnieper River. But Russia, uh, Russian troops destroyed that line and no water. And I talked to Samaritan Pors and they, it's very great cooperation. We have some very smart engineers, very smart guys. And, and we organize this engineering team. They give equipment and we help city to the churches to get uh, drinking water uh, because it's bombing a lot of bombs over there very dangerous but they're so happy to help people and we try to do all of that together with Samaritan we give a people they give equipment and we cooperate like that it's, it's very nice and uh, another area I spoke about uh, medicine 
you know, it was a, one of the most difficult area to to get um, uh, any kind of medicine. And I asked mm-hmm. uh, another guy. He usually he is publisher, but now nothing to publish. And he's but he's very smart with business mind guy. He's commit Christian. I told him, Dima, please, if you can, I know you have no idea about medicine. I will give you some nice doctors, but I need just manager who will coordinate all of that. Mm. And and we organized oh, nice. team of professional doctors. He, as a manager, he organized all of that. And you cannot imagine how it's worked. He is a professional guy, uh, like a manager. He organized logistic and cooperation, co- communication with different um, organizations who has any kind of medicine. And now... We, uh, he told me how many, how many, more than 50, do you know pallet? Pallet, it's, uh, oh, no. no pallet, it's special when you put to the truck, you have to, to have such kind pallet. Oh, pallet, yeah. oh yes, yes, of course, um, yes, I'm more sorry, than yes. 50 pallets of uh, very expensive medicine. And he cooperate with wow. with most uh, important hospitals around Ukraine. And it's I just look at oh God, praise God, he's he's such a great guy, you know, in the right place. And he his wife and three kids in Poland now. He can be in Poland, but he says I can't stay mm-hmm. there because if you have three kids and more, you can be outside of Ukraine. If but he can be, he visits sometimes, but he says, here I feel very comfortable because I can be fruitful. Yeah. Yes. Or another area what we are, I have very good, my friend, he is from California. His name is Daniel. He is a, he is a, a surgerist in California. He's a Ukrainian guy. Or his root is Ukrainian, but he lived maybe 30 years in California. His dad uh, was an underground guy in in Soviet country, and I know his brother very well. He's a good guy, and and he helped us to understand communicate with uh, uh, people who produce paramedic bags or individual uh, life uh, protect bags for for each Ukrainian troops. Uh, you know, uh, international Arab company like uh, Lufthansa or uh, Polish companies, they no charging for humanitarian help for Ukraine. One of, yes, really? one of my friend, I meet him in Krakow. He bring eight to 28 huge, big bags for just with this paramedic bags with with this individual life support bags 20 I have a picture it's wow. huge big yes. oh I think I've seen though I've seen that so, uh, load of medical items I think I've seen f- yeah, photos of it it's Paul Buster Hebron and and we looking Paul. Oh, Paul? Do you know Paul did? Paul oh, I did see that. Yes, he's yes. Great. Oh, that's he's amazing. Great, my friend. He, yeah. he is so good. He is just yeah, a, an amazing man of God, just an amazing Paul, man. Two of them, they bring 28 bags. Because in the church, we have one surgery. He's, he's 
spend his surgeries, military surgeries, and he spent most time in the line uh, fight zone and uh, the how you call hospital on the fight zone. Yeah, just close to front line. Yes, everything is going on in. It's not in Kiev anymore. You are. It's in Donbas, right? Donbas, but Kiev it's it's like a, like a, your mind, a mind of the it's it's center where everything is. Um, yeah, yeah, uh-huh. everything was from Kiev because Kiev it's a capital. Everything start here. All help everything through Kiev through Lviv and Kiev. Why Lviv? Because it's close to border. Kiev. Why? Because it's it's like a center of uh, whom decision makers center here. How do you get your news? How do you know what they're telling you is true? How I know it's telling me. I have so many channels where I get in every day. I spend maybe not less than three hours to get news from different channels. I get from. Uh, from American, uh, for example, we have some American channel we can watch and see what American we can get from BBC, from different European channel. I watch what Russia says. I know some lot of bloggers and blogs and uh, some very smart expert who every day I just watch on YouTube channels uh, and uh, uh, maybe it's take a lot of our time but i have to know what's going on it, my wife says you have to limit your information too much information you get mm. every day yeah, it's, yeah but information it's important bible and information yeah and after that we make our strategy and we have to reorganize our strategy every maybe couple of weeks uh, we used to take a lot of refugee. Now, no problems. Uh, you know, no refugee from most people move. But price for gas is very expensive. No gas in gas station. To know, we bought New Life Church. We bought our uh, gas station. We have now our gas station on our property, wow. and we find people who bring diesel for our. For our humanitarian help from Poland. Wow, um, how much is it per liter there? Per liter, it's depend for it depend. For example, if you will buy for by cash, it will be maybe. Let me tell you, it will be uh, uh, maybe one. Uh, one sixty dollars per liter. If you will pay by cart or by not cash, it will be two two dollars per liter. If you talk about, uh, but for us, we used to have uh, less than one dollar. It's it's very expensive. Mm-hmm. For example, I one of my friends uh, his. His uh, daughter moved to uh, Germany, and she had a, a little small electric car. Now I, I, I drive a small electric car. Why? Because I can charge it in my home, and I can I can just uh, 
it's enough for me, 400 kilometers per day. And I'm, I don't need to have to stay in the line for gas. Mm-hmm. Because I need, yeah, I need the benzene. I need uh, not diesel, just gas. But because of that, I use electric. And many people try to use some kind of alternative, looking for alternative. But with gas, it's a huge problem because Russia destroy our uh, factory who produce gas. Uh, Russia destroy all center base where we had a lot of lot of extra gas diesel and all of that they bomb all of that wow um the propaganda that is coming out of both ukraine and russia is so great that it is very difficult to determine what's really going on it's uh, ukraine is a huge country it's very difficult to keep track of what's going on we call a propaganda out when you want to manipulate. Yes, I know our government tried to control what kind of information they get out from our media. Why? Because at the beginning, for example, and if they Russia bomb our city or train station. And next minute you will put some uh, picture of that in your YouTube or you will announce. I know some blogger uh, had a big trouble. He, uh, Russia, shoot some kind of mall in Ukraine, in Kiev. And inside of that mall it was some kind of military stuff like a, some, some machine and some... And... Uh, he says about that in his blog immediately. No, he says before that, and Russia just shoot that uh, mall. Mm. Uh, and after that, he had big trouble. Or another, one of the famous TV channel, make a video some uh, how Ukrainian people fix broken military uh, equipment. Uh, weapons and just tonight they show that by TV after that in several hours Russia gets this information they recognize that place and they send exactly to that place their three rockets hmm. what it's mean Everyone now understands in Ukraine. We have to be very careful with information, what you say, what you make, what kind of picture you make, because mm-hmm. it's not allowed to make. Uh, we have a lot of protection around different kinds of barricades and everything. It's not allowed for you to make a picture. But uh-huh. I cannot tell you it's propaganda. Yeah. Some maybe government try to to be more soft. Give soft information. Everything is okay. Don't worry. We are, we are controlling. But people, smart people, know how to get who is who. And I told you, we have a great, great uh, independent expert, and they they are very famous now because. 
we test them during the many, many days, 100 days of war. And everything what they say, they almost 100% right. Mm-hmm. In Russia, it's another situation. Why? Because Russia, no independent uh, radio, no independent TV channel, not independent bloggers in Russia. Uh, they have a, a 28 uh, state TV channel. They have more than 50 radio stations. Uh, all radio stations, it's uh, states, it's local, but it belongs to states. States and because of that, they control everything, and they use propaganda and people like if if I can tell you, for example, Solovyov or Skabeva, we know them. That it's it's like a propaganda channels, and they mm-hmm. use and that people at the beginning they was very courage. Oh, we will beat Ukraine easy. No problem. It's just a couple of days, and they was now they are getting very sad. They hmm. try to say, "Oh, it's fight not with Ukraine. We're fighting with 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 NATO and something like that." And and we fight. We we just okay. You lost uh, thirty thousand people. Russia lost already, and maybe more than hundred wounded. How many NATO people you you killed? Zero. Why you are just talking about NATO and you fighting with NATO? Yes, NATO help us, and, yeah, but it's uh, not NATO. It's some countries from the West, but it's not NATO. Uh, let me finish with this journalist. He's oh, yeah. a blogger from St. Petersburg. And he jumped to Europe and he asked Ukrainian government to give him citizenship. Oh, and, and and just our president gave him citizenship yesterday. Really? And, and now he began to talk to Ukrainian channel, to Russia, to Russia. It's a very interesting fight. Today I listened to him. Uh, very interesting. He is a very honest, interesting guy from St. Petersburg, but he became a Ukrainian citizen. Hmm. Wow. How do you feel about that? You know, many people envy. Why? Because we cannot accept Russia. But, but I understand it's 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 very right move. Why? Because mm-hmm. this guy can uh, like a clean, like a um, how you call it, um, mind wash or how they can he can clean their mind because Russia under propaganda, and he is he has a very big authority in Russia. Why he can use he can he can be used for to to for fight with uh, Russian propaganda? It's okay, no problem for me. Uh-huh. Many Ukrainian the, many Ukrainian channel now use Russian language. Why? Because we would like to have influence to Russian people. Well, Anatoly, you still your church is going strong. You still have people coming, or is it all online now? More and more. No, no. We, we didn't miss any church service. When it was fight, just on the, close to Kiev, on the, some part of the Kiev, we had service all the time. And now we have many, many new people, because many churches still closed, and Christians who are here, 
they're looking for churches, and they many of them come to a new life. I, I heard you did a church planting in a different area. Yeah, How yeah. is that? It's very interesting because we helped with this uh, potatoes and vegetable and planted and uh, and I recognize one of our guy live in Baradyanka. Baradyanka, it's uh, it's uh, I, I can tell you it's maybe sixty kilometers from Kiev. It one of the most broken city close close to Kiev. It was under occupation, mm-hmm. <laughs> and and this guy uh, and this couple family, uh, they two of them and they have three kids, fifteen, thirteen, uh, uh, yeah, sixteen, oh no, fifteen, thirteen, and nine years old kids. They move, uh, they move, and just in last moment, they told huh. me all that story how they move. From that Borodyanka with a lot of fear, very dangerous. They drive to the forest. They drive some, uh, but God protect them. But their mom, she, she is a member of New Life too. And God protect her. And now when they return, three kids and parents, she, she, uh, this uh, uh, guy, he is a, also businessman, he is builders, and uh, she is a teacher. And because they they so active, they members of New Life Church from early nineties, they are very healthy Christian. He says, "I feel like God, God just pushed me to do more than I did before." And we decided we find this place. Where we can rent, it will be maybe how much it will be in dollars. It's it will be five hundred dollars per rent plus uh, utility. We will wow. rent it, uh, and we will organize there some social center, some people with help, some doctors with medicine, with food, and also they will provide service because uh, their kids. They will be like a worship team. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Also, uh, his wife says, "I'm teacher. I know all kids. Three kids was killed from your class because from class she is a teacher. Oh, wow! Yeah, and she says I can, I can just as a teacher talk to to that uh, group of parents." And take kids, or together with parents, we can have a camp for a couple of weeks. Yes. I told them, if you can organize, we will find money to pay for all of that expenses. And um, and we can, we can organize for you because we have a camp. Now we have a group of people from East. They stay there uh, like a camp. And... In one month, it will be not. It will be middle of June. June we can get another group of people. Mm-hmm. We will provide Bible study, some some sport, fun, like rehabilitation, and slowly, slowly they have to understand God is real, and church is one very important area of our life, and we need God. And slowly, slowly, just help people open for God, and we will do it. 
Well, as we've done before, would you like to offer us uh, a prayer to and how to pray for your country? Number one, we need uh, win. We need exactly win. Why? It's important because if we will not stop Russia and demilitarize Russia in a year or ten years, they will do it again. Yeah. Why? Because they they want to destroy Ukraine as a nation, as a country. It's we can see it, and we have to. It's we need really win. Now the problem is uh, many old Europe, like France, Germany, they doesn't want to see Ukraine as a big winner. Why? Because they will lose a lot. Now they get, uh, they have good connection with Russia, with Putin. They get preference from there. They get some interest, money, businesses, and lot, 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 lot of stuff. And for example, Macron says, so we have to help people to help Putin to to save his good face, good faith. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. He lost his face already. Mm-hmm. He must be in the Gaga. In, yeah, not. Uh, and it's it's. We can see now. Putin understand he will lost, and he used his connection in Italy, France, Germany, just to to maybe to start to have conversation, not fight. Yeah. It, it's one. We hope America, number one, England, very important, to help Ukraine and help uh, Germany and France keep unity together to, to destroy Putin, to take him out. You were talking about unity for France and Germany, which I thought was an interesting prayer request. Um, it's very important. Very important. It's very important because they are very influential. For example, Germany promised Ukraine uh, serious weapons during the, all these t- 100 days. But at the last moment, they says, okay, we promised, but it will happen maybe in November. Can you imagine? Terrible. We need yesterday. She, he says about uh, November. Yeah, it looked like he feel pressure from from his um, from his uh, uh, people, but he depend on because when Schroeder was a uh, leader of uh, Gazprom, uh, and uh, Scholz had some because he has same party, he is connected with Schroeder. Schroeder, uh, he is a friend of Putin. Don't play between between Germany people and the, and Putin and pro Putin team. I understand that, and I'm very angry about that, and uh, I'm not very happy. Yes, Americans keep warm, but I can see big influence to Biden. He's like mm-hmm. a fluger. This way, that way, not much, but but very slowly, very slowly, very slowly. Every day, hundred Ukrainians died, and maybe a couple hundred wounded. 
because just in my church we have 35 uh, soldiers now in Ukrainian army and three of them wounded. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I know, and we need quick. It looks like Western world, okay, we will give you, okay, such kind of equipment for 60 kilometers. We will see if it's enough. If not enough, maybe we'll give you for 200 or 300 kilometers rackets. Or we will see, but it's cost for Ukraine. It's, yeah. it's uh, hundreds life, and uh, it's, it's terrible, and we are not happy about that. We need yesterday. And because of that, my prayer request, please, you can, you can pray and you can have some kind of pressure to your government. One more very important point. Many uh, American cities, for example, Chicago has friendship with uh, Moscow. For example, uh-huh. San Diego, um, uh, they have friendship with Vladivostok. Or uh, Portland, friendship with some kind of uh, uh, Yekaterinburg. It's where produced rocket. And they still con- keep connection. All of this friendship must be stopped immediately. Better we can think of how we can now renew this new, uh, for example, when I was in uh, in this, in uh, Baradyanka, I understand so many people out of uh, place to stay. And I make a picture of some kind Polish, as the Poland brings some kind of uh, temporary blocks for some numbers of people, maybe a uh, couple hundred people, but they need much more. I make a picture and my, now we think how we can help, how we can help them. We need to pray and we need to do something to have influence, to, to help to re, rebuild our city, to, to do something against mm. this evil. Because if we will not together, it's church people is responsible more than any other people. If we will not stop this evil, Ukraine, they will destroy Ukraine first. After that will be Poland, Estonia, Latvia, Lithuania, and it will be anywhere. This evil not stop in Ukraine. Yeah. There are stories around that, that Putin is, is ill. Is that something you're hearing there? We don't know if it's true. I think people are more wish-casting than anything else. But uh, do you hear those stories? Yeah, he, he is 70. He can be sick, but he built, before war, he built for himself huge, big clinic just for himself. He can uh, get best doctors in the world for himself. Yeah, it's true. He looked like very sick, and uh, maybe because uh, we want him to be, to die. Yeah, and we, you know, just to to wait and when he will die, it's wrong strategy. Yeah, it's wrong right. strategy. We, yeah, we have to. It's it's <laughs> too easy for him just to die naturally. Yeah, much more important will be to send him to uh, Holland to Gaga Tribunal Gaga, and just. Because it will be great example for other dictators. Yes, it's very yes. important 
not just to let him die naturally, just to open for everyone. It's wrong way. Time now, twenty first century, to live uh, to live uh, in democracy, uh, to develop democracy, and to have election to be open, honest, and it's it's best policy. It's it's honesty. Yeah, yes. and we have to show all around the world, and we try to calculate all facts, fact, fact. You know, in Ukraine now, working hundreds of experts all around the world. They check each body. They check each death. They check each house or destroy house. Everything. It will be a lot of lot of facts. Because, you know, people can trust us or people can not trust the Ukraine propaganda, not propaganda. I know people, not everyone trusts to Jesus. When I say mm-hmm. something, it's not mean everyone must trust me. I'm Ukrainian, I live here, I can see here. But people can believe Putin good guy. That's all. Mm-hmm. And everything what I will say, they, oh, maybe it's, it's fake. But I know Putin, good guy. That's all. Mm-hmm. Because of that, we do you know what touched me very serious. Uh, in Soviet time, we as a Christian, we understood here's good, here's wrong. Here's from God, here's from propaganda. Yeah. Now, many, many church leaders in Russia, all around the world, Russian speakers, they cannot clear see here's propaganda here's fake here's the truth it's more easy for church leaders to say oh we are not we doesn't want to play in polit- with politics we want to be out of that let's just pray about peace uh, who knows who is right, right who is wrong and such kind of position it's very wrong position I know hundreds of church leaders who stay like that. It's very bad. Well, we remember the church in the uh, before the Nazis took over, as they were taking over, and how they regretted it that they didn't really speak up um, and were afraid. Absolutely, yeah. Just yes. By uh, uh, Ben just was one of the church leaders who was strong, clear, and correct, but not many people. Yeah, well, Anatoly, I'll leave you now because I know you're busy. You've got people rely on you. And so we appreciate your time. Anyway, thank you very much. And God bless you. Bye. God bless you too. Thanks for joining me on the Adult in the Room podcast. Please like, share, subscribe, and support the podcast. You can always find every episode on your usual podcast outlets, as well as victoriataft.com, where Kenny has them all beautifully laid out for you to easily find. In the next episode, I talk with Nate Brody. He's a law tube expert, former law professor, Nate the lawyer. On two trials we've been caught up with recently, the Amber Heard Johnny Depp trial and the Michael Sussman trial as well. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Adult in the Room podcast. To keep the programs you like to listen to, please rate this podcast with a fantastic five stars on your Apple Podcast app every time you listen. And give me a great review. Plus, of course, subscribe to the podcast. 
It makes a difference with the big tech algorithm and the big tech oligarchs. And it makes us easier to find. Please get in touch with me on all the big tech stuff. Yeah, we're still there. Using the names Victoria Taft or the Adult in the Room podcast on MeWe, Parlor, Minds, Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Thanks to 1A Cast for imaging, editing, and production. The fantastic song is Gospel by the March 4th Band of Portland, Oregon. Music for Antifa versus Mike Strickland is Ride or Die by Raps by RC. The Adult in the Room podcast is also a production of Flamingo Road Studios. Remember, head up, heart out, and strive to be the adult in the room. Till next time, mischief managed.